So I am joined by my friend Christian again. Hello, Christian. Hello, everyone. All those freaks out there in FB Teacher Talk land. We've got links for Christian and Christian's son's Instagram. Monster Mackie. Go ahead and, and follow them. He's a freak. I'm a freak. And his son is a weirdo. He's a total weirdo. If you want, you know, those daily videos, my son's Instagram is going to be much more entertaining than mine. Ah, because he's out there skateboarding, doing cool tricks. You know, daily, on the daily, he's got to do things for his sponsors, so he has to go ahead and... Oh, he's got sponsors? He has sponsors, yes. Wow, Yeah, he's sponsored by Abnormal Board Company. They actually have Uh a Japanese snowboarder on their roster. On their roster. Roster means a list of... Uh, athletes that's right yes so they have they have a japanese athlete on there a snowboarder but my son is on their uh, skateboarding roster he's definitely the youngest by far now hold on christian whoa okay whoa whoa. hold on whoa hold on we'll talk about your son a little bit later we have some very important professional obligations to fulfill wow professional i don't I'm, okay and it's for a great application for english learners to improve their pronunciation it's called elsa speak i've heard of this elsa speak it's been helping dozens and dozens of our listeners but one thing in the contract was to produce one original song. By the Space Dragon, you say? Well, it it wasn't specific that it had to be done by Space Dragon. So you could have done your own, say, beatbox, you know, song. (laughs) Beatbox? Yeah. (laughs) You could have done an Elsa speak acapella? A cappella, meaning uh, voice only. A song yes. using only one's voice is called an a cappella song. No, Christian. Luckily, before Ben left Japan, he sent me the song. Is everyone going to hear this amazing space dragony song? Of course. This is the last episode of December. So uh, we must play the song. Go out with a banger. End 2022 (laughs) with a bang. Yeah, go out with a bang. You go out with a bang, but since we call hot, good songs, we call them bangers. Yes, a banger means a great song. It makes you want to kind of bang your head like, yeah, what a good song. (laughs) Yeah. A banger, yes, a great song. A song that makes you want to move. Now, the thing is, when Space Dragon makes a song, you never know what you're going to get. And that is some of the special part of it. That's what makes it so entertaining. Yes, he makes music from many different genres. And all from his heart, right? Always, always from the heart. Uh, This song is a kind of a funk genre. It's very funky. Very funky. 
it it makes you move in a certain way. Yeah, it's funky. It sounds cool. Whoa. Yeah, funk is a genre. What what's a famous funk song? Play that funky music, white boy. <laughs> but I'm thinking like the godfather of funk is George Clinton, who's probably a big inspiration for Ben. I'm sure Ben has Ben has many inspirations. Many inspirations. The thing is, it's difficult to catch well what the, the lyrics are. Oh, there's not good pronunciation. Well, the pronunciation's good, but you know, it's it's music. So, uh I was thinking maybe I'll explain the lyrics first and then play the song. That that would be very helpful, maybe even for me. Even I Listening to a lot of music, I introduce my children to music all the time. And they often have no clue. They don't understand what the music is. They don't know the words. And I have to often explain to them what it is. Right. Even when it's your own language, you often don't really hear the words in a song. Yes. I have a son that listens to a lot of punk music, so he often doesn't understand what they're saying because they're just screaming. Well, I want our listeners to understand what Ben's saying in his song, so let's go ahead and explain before we play the music. He starts off, you know, and it's kind of funky, and he says, Teacher, talk, and Elsa. And then when he gets into the verse, he says, If you're having some problems with your pronunciation, You might have some constipation? No. No. Oh, I, I, I'm trying to guess because I... Good, good guess. Okay. Uh, if you're having some problems with your pronunciation, Teacher Talk has some helpful information. Oh, killed it. He killed it. Yeah. And then he says, download an app called Elsa. Guarantee it's going to help you. Wow. Download an app called Elsa. Guaranteed it's going to help you. He says kind of like that. Yeah. After that, he says, imagine pronouncing words like these. And then he says a bunch of very random words. Oh. Very difficult, high-level words, strange words. Phenomenon and onomatopoeia and oh. these kind of long, difficult English words. Anyway, let's go ahead and play the brand new Space Dragon song. Can't wait. Here we go. And there we go. Teacher talk, Elsa. Talk and Elsa. Yeah. If you're having some problem, no pronunciation. Teacher talk has some helpful information. If you're having some problems with your pronunciation, teacher talk has some helpful information, right? Yeah, there you go. Download an app called Elsa. Guaranteed. 
That was Space Dragon's original song for our first ever sponsor, Elsa Speak Pro. Use the links in the description. Get a seven-day free trial. Try it for free. See why Space Dragon says it's so awesome. He, he said more than that. Also, use the other link to get 80% off of a lifetime Elsa Speak Pro membership. That means you just pay once and then you have it for life. Elsa Speak is always being updated. You're getting new content. Get it all forever. From just one payment, 80% off. Use the link in the description. Uh, thank you very much to Elsa, and thank you everyone who is using Elsa to improve your pronunciation. And telling your friends about it. Sure, yeah, share the link with your friends. Uh, support Elsa Speak, they support us. Christian. Yes. Have you ever taught pronunciation? I used to have a pronunciation class that I taught in an A Kiowa that I did for three years. Oh. Yes. It was actually formerly your class, and I had to take it over and fill your shoes. Oh, you took over my Saturday pronunciation class. I did, and I actually enjoyed it. Oh, good. This is not good. something many teachers say, but I am not like many teachers. I've said in the past, you know, pronunciation for an Akaiwa teacher, it's not a super fun thing to teach because there's no communication when you're when you're teaching pronunciation. It's just kind of practicing, right? Yes, it, it's totally true. It, it's not communication based. You need to hear yourself, hear someone else, and then do it. Um, but mm -hmm. I remember it was a lot about the shape of your tongue and how the tongue was in your mouth. and One thing I, I remember enjoying teaching about pronunciation was how you can change the meaning of a sentence with word stress and intonation. I just found that was kind of interesting. Really? That yeah. is, that is true. And they do change by putting stress in certain places. Oh, that's Christian. Oh, that's Christian? Oh, that's Christian. 
Oh. <laughs> that's Christian? No, no, no. They'd all be like, oh, that's Christian. And they, they're scared. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's Christian. That's, yeah, sure. That's pretty much usually, yeah, like that. Word stress, intonation, tone. And I really enjoyed teaching that and kind of playing with that with my students. Did you ever do any any kind of pronunciation to get them to just move their mouth a little bit more with tongue twisters? Oh, yeah, yeah, tongue twisters. And, you know, you took over my pronunciation class in that Akaiwa. I did. I lit that place on fire. I'm sure you did a much better job than I. I did not. No. Uh, but actually, I continued teaching pronunciation uh, in my next job, where I did workshops for the Japanese English teachers. Yeah. Specifically to target their pronunciation. I shouldn't say that teaching pronunciation isn't fun because you can make it fun. It's very interesting. As we said in the last episode, I would teach new teachers coming to Japan. And sometimes I would have to correct them. You say one, two, three. But you need to say three. You need to say the the standard pronunciation. Oh, right, because that company hires people from many different countries. Yes, and also some people from the UK even say tree. They do not say three. They do not use that th. Th. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, so the company wanted the teachers to teach kind of standard North American pronunciation. Just to not confuse kids. I see. All right. Anyway, Christian. Yes, Abe. You did a great job taking over my pronunciation class many years ago. Yes, it And was. you did another great job last week when you filled in for Ben on this podcast for the first time. You are too kind. You are too kind. As are the freaks and the weirdos that decided to follow me on Instagram. But what? before we started recording, you kind of bragged a little bit. Oh. About uh, how, you know, you speak very clearly and you're putting me on the spot right now <laughs> and and how you don't say um or uh very often oh no i am very aware of how many uhs and uhs i do i told you i was going okay. to try to not do that i have seen wedding speeches i have done where i have ummed and uhed my way through some terrible wedding speeches. Oh, where you have to give a speech at a wedding? Yes. Everyone's paying attention to you? Yes. Well, I did one for both my brother's weddings. Then so for my sister's wedding, I blew the roof off that place. 
by practicing a lot beforehand. And I had. You blew the roof off, meaning you did a great job and the whole crowd got very excited. Very. Almost so excited that the roof blew off. I blew the roof off. Blew the roof off. It means you you did a great job and uh, you made everyone very excited. Very excited. They were just going bananas. Going bananas, going crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, uh, you (laughs) told me that, you know, you're not going to say uh or um. I will correct you again. I said I would do my best to not say them. I am not as good of a as a podcaster as as the amazing space dragon is. Some um uh um 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 and uh um um uh um 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 um, uh, is there any video for this? I do not believe that is me. <laughs> After about five times of deleting them, I thought, oh, I'll I'll keep them. Then I kept a bunch of them, which is what you just heard. But eventually I got lazy and stopped collecting them again. But, but... Uh, ben, often I have to cut out his mouth sounds like that really yeah yeah he he has a bad habit of of making those kinds of sounds but you don't make those sounds oh, this is good to know i am trying my best i did a movie before i came to japan and the people making the movie actually the recording audio people they made a big mistake so i had to go in and do all of my lines after. It's called ADR, after direct recording, I believe. And I had to go in and do all of my lines that I said in the movie again the exact same way. Interesting. And it was so difficult, and I actually lost my voice because I had to do it for many hours in order to replicate or do the same thing. And it fried my vocal cords. Your vocal cords, vocal cords, vocal cords. What are vocal cords? Some kind of cord in your throat that makes sound? Yes, I have bass ones. And, you know, girls have like a violin ones inside their little cords. Is that correct? Uh, That's how it works. Science. Right. If you yell and scream a lot, you lose your voice. Basically, the same thing happened to you. Yeah, so I had to overuse. Mostly when people do this for movies, by contract, they're only allowed to do it for three hours. I did mine. Wait, wait, wait. What, What do you mean? The, there's like some kind of law. There is a union, a union law, because most actors right because the actors have a union. Yes. So their rights, their workers' rights, are protected. Yes. And you're you were in the actors' union. I was not. I was doing an independent movie. Oh, an indie movie. An indie movie means it's usually lower budget. 
which it was very low right. budget. It gave me enough money to come to Japan. I see. Just to pay for the plane ticket. Paid for the plane ticket and maybe my first month of coming to Japan. And after that, I was on my own. So you were doing this post-production kind of audio yes. work. So the, the film is, is finished. The movie's finished the film part. And they wanted you to come and redo all the audio. Yes. So you had to kind of watch the film and try to say the lines exactly as you said them before. Yes, because it has to match. My mouth has to match. Yeah. And that must have been super annoying. It was the most annoying and unfulfilling part of acting I've ever done. Unfulfilling means like it wasn't satisfying in any way. Yes, it was not satisfying in any way. Uh, it, did, did you feel like they were ruining the movie? No, I felt that the people that did the recording of the audio ruined the movie. Because they recorded it incorrectly? Yes. And it was difficult uh -huh. because my character that I played was a very... Um, they asked me to be like a Cheshire cat, which is a Cheshire, Cheshire cat. cat, like from the uh, the book or the movie Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, what's the cat? It's like a big purple cat. Big pink and purple cat, I believe. That's a very strange request from a director. Yes. Listen to me. I need your character to be like a Cheshire cat, large and pink. I was supposed to be like a, a drunken philosopher. A drunk philosopher. Yes. So someone who is educated but drunk. But drunk, yeah. It was very, very uh, fun when I did it, but not fun after. I ended up losing my voice. And it was very painful because I put a lot of stress on my vocal cords. What's it like to work on a movie set? Are people really like weird and crazy? Is it all a bunch of freaks and weirdos? Oh, no. It's a lot of very professional people. A lot of people that are very, um, very... They're not independent. Everybody has jobs. There's so many different jobs on movie sets. There's freaks and weirdos, but usually those are just the actors. I knew it. The actors are it. the freaks and weirdos. Everybody else is professional. So there's a lot of kind of normal working people. And then there's a group of freaks and weirdos who are actually making the movie. Yes. There's people that are there just to do the light. And there's people there to just make sure that there's tape on the floor so the actors can see where to stand. There's camera oh, yeah. operators. Uh, there's set designers. Set designers. There's set painters. Right. All sorts of people to prepare the set. They're great people. They have their They're... own union. Oh, there's a lighting union and there's a there's the 
uh, transport union. There's the writers union. There's the, and then there's the people that make the food. It seems like the film industry is very unionized. Very. Like there's a lot of unions. Yes. Maybe that's because when you make a movie, there's often like really long days. Yes, very long days. And they know that the boss... Who would you call the boss on a film set? There's the director, but then there's also, uh, what's it called? The producers the, and the, the set executive runner? producers. The producers and there's like a set runner. Or there's a run. They're just called a runner, but they're usually speaking with the director between the producers and the studio heads. The people that are in charge God. of the studio. But the director, he is the most important person on the film. Okay. He will actually speak to the actors. Then there's a th- second director and a third director. And they all do different jobs speaking to lower and lower people. Oh, interesting. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess the unions are necessary to protect the workers because these directors and they they're desperate to finish their scenes. So they'll just say, "Keep going. 12 hours, 14 hours, whatever." Yeah. And you need all these people, these light people, these Come sound on now. People. We need more. I need my vision. You must make my vision. Right, they're artistic types. Yes. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, you need unions to protect these workers from these crazy freaks and weirdos who are making movies. They, you need to because they don't care about anything. They want to make the movie and then make lots of money. Right, yes. Right. They have deadlines. It's quite strange. Yeah, wow. Interesting world. It's a dull and Vancouver is of course is a, a, a Hollywood North and it has many yes. movies and TV shows. I live this is an interesting thing, is I live in Hope BC, where they made the original Hollywood North movie known as Rambo First Blood. Rambo classic Sylvester Stallone movie yeah. was actually filmed in Canada where Christian lives. Yes. Hope, BC. Small town, about 5,000 people. That's correct. And it looks very much the same as it did in the movie that you watched. Lots of nature. Beautiful nature. Anyway, uh, it's time to wrap it up. If you want to learn more about Hope BC and where I live, I take many pictures. You can follow the links that Abe is going to put in the show notes. But if you want more content, of course, Monster Mackie is far more interesting than me. Check out Christian and his son on Instagram. Links in the description. Don't forget to try Elsa Speak Pro, guys. How much do they get off again? 80%! Holy 80%. doodles! That is one huge discount. If you're having some problem with your pronunciation, I need to talk. Has some helpful information.